The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 23rd of January. In your Squiz today, America to prosecute Huawei's chief financial officer, Warren Mundine to run for the Liberal Party, the world's least affordable cities, and Oscar nominations. This is your Squiz today. Meng Wangzhou, who's the chief financial officer of telco Huawei, was arrested in Canada at the start of December last year. This was at the request of the US government over allegations she defrauded banks to circumvent US sanctions on Iran. Since then, her arrest has restricted her to a home in Vancouver. This is all coming to a head, though, now, Claire, as the date for the US to formally file its extradition request is next week. And the United States has told Canada that it's going to go ahead and request that extradition. So that's quite a a big step. There was some suggestion that after she had been arrested and then put on bail that perhaps cooler heads might prevail and the US might step back from uh, a prosecution of her. But uh, apparently they've confirmed to the ambassador uh, the Canada's Im- ambassador in the US that that uh, extradition request will be made and that really takes this whole thing between China, America and Canada to a whole new level. Yeah, and I guess this plays into the fact that China and America are already in a trade war. That's all happening in the background. But when these things sort of play out against citizens, um, it gets very personal, of course. And uh China has arrested quite a few Canadians since December uh, as retribution. Uh, There's a couple uh, of men there who have been detained on grounds of endangering national security, which experts say is probably a trumped-up claim. There's a sense in Canada that it's getting squeezed in the middle of all of this, but really it's all about this sort of changing world order, and Huawei, of course, is a part of that as well. It's got uh, stuck in that as a big Chinese business and yeah when you pull together big trade deals uh, lots of geopolitical moves with China and the US it's sort of one of those cases that seems to be at the pointy end of that. Mm. Still on world news Indonesian President Joko Widodo has taken a moment and asked his security affairs minister to have a look into the release of radical Muslim cleric Abu Bakar Bashir. Apparently, it's not necessarily so much international pressure on him not to release Bashir. Uh, Our Prime Minister, of course, Scott Morrison, is one of those who has expressed his disappointment with that news. Uh, But with a presidential election coming up in April in Indonesia, uh, it's said that um, his inner circle uh, of advisors and uh, colleagues weren't that happy with that announcement. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, Bashir is the spiritual advisor for the terror group responsible for the 2002 Bali bombing. And if he is released, he will only have served nine years of a 15-year term. Warren Mundine is a high-profile Indigenous businessman and was the former Labor Party president. Today, it looks like he'll announce he will run for the Liberals in the super marginal seat of Gilmore on the New South Wales South Coast. And he joined the party yesterday. So, oh, he did? Okay. Uh, yeah, not like a, a lifelong member. He, he, of course, as you said, um, was very strongly affiliated to the Labor Party. Um, all sorts of wrangling at Liberal Party HQ in New South Wales yesterday to clear the way for Warren Mundine to be its mm-hmm. candidate for Gilmore. Uh, Grant Schultz, who was the candidate, says he'll run as an independent. That seat has a very small margin, just 0.7% for the Liberals. It was um, thought to be lost 
and uh, you know people watching these things very closely say that it will take a candidate like Mundine who has a strong national profile to have a chance for the libs of winning. Also yesterday, Treasurer Josh Frydenberg gave his blueprint for our economy. His pitch was that the Oz economy is doing well and is best placed under a coalition government to manage global economic challenges. Whilst on the economy, though, let's move to property prices. Hong Kong has been named the world's least affordable housing market for the ninth year running. That's right. And the one that uh, really is interesting too is Vancouver in Canada. So Mm. it's up next. Um, In Hong Kong, it takes 20.9 times medium household income to be able to buy a house at the medium price. Next, though, after Vancouver is Sydney. It used to be second. It's now third. uh, And Melbourne is after that. So, you know, we've got, I don't know whether that's a great claim to be able to make. I know us Aussies like to do well on the international stage, but to have two cities in the top four uh, of the most um, or the least affordable um, cities in the world is isn't necessarily a claim I think we'd like to be able to make. No, our cities are more expensive than places like London and New York, so maybe not. Also, just quickly, news overnight that Argentinian soccer player Emiliano Sala was on board a light aircraft that crashed over the English Channel, so expect to hear a bit about that today. And in two sets last night, Petra Kvitova of the Czech Republic sent Ash Barty out of the Aussie Open, Claire. Did you watch it? Didn't get a chance. I was working. So I had it on in the background and I remember uh, having my head down reading something and then out of the corner of my ear, um, hearing that it was, um, I think she was 2-1 down in the second set. And I was like, how did get to the second set so quickly. Yeah, the first one was over pretty quickly. Kvitova's a bit of a crowd favourite though now. She famously came back from a home invasion and knife attack in which she suffered deep cuts to her hands in 2016. So an amazing backstory. Oscar nominations have just been released. Give us the rundown. Probably start with who's not there, and that's Nicole Kidman and Margot Mm. Robbie. They were both expected to get up in the Best Actress category, but they're not there. The Aussies, yeah. The Favourite, which is a comedy period drama. Um, It got ten nominations. There's a couple of Aussies who have got a a nod there for their work on the film. Tony McNamara for Best Original Screenplay and Fiona Crombie for Best Production Design. Yeah, so that's the Aussies. The film Roma also got uh, 10 nominations. That's a Netflix production. It's the first time it's been nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. What else? Uh, A Star is Born, the only one it missed out on really was um, Best Director, which is probably what Bradley Cooper, uh, who put the film together and directed Might have been hoping for. Probably was really looking for, but he won't get that uh, acknowledgement. The full list is in the email and, yeah, we'll hear a bit more about that in the coming weeks as we head towards that award date. 25th of February, put that in the diary if you're interested. Our three-minute squiz today is with Larissa Moore, who works with us at the squiz. And she's the subject line as well today. So I've picked the Sister Sledge song, We Are Family. Uh, Larissa is one of ten kids Um 
which is an only child. I just can't even comprehend. I don't even know if I know <laughs> 10 people's names in total. But, uh, <laughs> she, um, yeah, she has a massive family and um, it's a really lovely um, little um, look at, at Larissa and, and her family and her work with the Squiz and we're really happy to have her on board. Yeah, we're absolutely stoked. She's made our little team of two into three uh, and you can read a bit more about the work she's doing in the interview as well. Also, don't forget to jump onto AustralianPodcastAwards.com and vote for the Squeeze Today podcast in the popular vote category. We'd really appreciate it. We've done the subject line. Yeah. All that's left to do now is have a great day. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.